Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons in studio, as always, joined by Randy Angston. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds All right. Good. Here we are. All right, got a good episode for everybody today. We're going to talk a little bit about motivation of employees and staff, what drives everybody, how to determine that, how to figure out what it is that you can incentivize employees with. But before we get into that, we do have a workshop coming up, our CLA workshop, February 25th and 26th. You can check that out at winninggym.com slash workshop. Yep. For more details, and if you'd like to get on a call and kind of understand it a little bit more for maybe a... Uh, like a, a demo, a walkthrough yeah. of it, get on a call with Randy at pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. There you have it. So today, this topic came up out of a group. I'm in a another master. I'm in a couple masterminds, but this one is for gym owners that, I don't know, it's, I've been in it for years, SDS. So gentleman has a, a a player on his team or so he thinks he's got a guy that uh, is, is young, hungry, driven, wants to grow. And he wanted to know from the group what it is that he should do. And this comes up a lot where you've got somebody on your team that maybe they're going above and beyond and there you see them doing some good stuff and like you want to keep that going, but you don't, I think generally we always default, hey, just pay them more. Sure. And there's been a lot of studies and there's some books I'm going to reference in this that, that pretty much say that money isn't always the, the driver for people to, to do more, want to do more and things like that. Yeah. So, or feel valued. Yeah. Feel valued or, you know, some, sometimes money isn't everything for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And some people are really happy with what they're doing every day and it isn't about money. So I think I talked to you guys about a couple episodes about the housekeeper that my dad yeah. was working on. I forget the lady's name. Anyways, the long and short of it was she was the best housekeeper made the bed, everything was crispy in the rooms. And she, you know, anytime they had a new employee, they would kind of like let her shadow and they would just become great employees or whatever, just doing their job, great job. They offered her more money, more responsibility, and she turned it down because she was just happy with what she was doing. It wasn't about money for her. She just enjoyed her job. So sometimes that happens where you can't want it more than the person you're trying to get, right, to do more. So there's a couple of resources, guys. The, the two things that I have done in the past here that you know we we continue to do and we do with our coaching clients mm-hmm. is the the DISC assessment. These are personality profiles, and there's a bunch of them. Tons I mean, of them. I mean, you Google DISC assessment, you'll have options. Yeah, but there's other uh, personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah just the types of yep. And really, what you're trying to determine is like what's not being said. Like they can go through a great interview. They may be a great employee, but what, what really drives them behind the scenes? And the reason I like the DISC assessment is because it tells you like naturally where this person like lives in their comfort zone and then how they've adapted for the role that they play in your facility. 
And if those are too far apart, then yeah. that, that's a little bit of, there's friction there. Mm-hmm. And if you can be in alignment and the role that they are, and also like inherently the, the person that person is, then you've got some, you got, you know, somebody that's, that's happy with what they're doing and they enjoy it and they're being worked with the right way. Yeah. We've all heard the term, you know, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's, it, I would say that that falls in into play when, when somebody is in alignment, right? Like the, the outgoing conversational individual being in the sales role or, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to take the person who's, you know, the introvert, quiet, soft-spoken, and then throw them on the sales floor and expect them to, you know, to flourish typically, right? You know, there's always anomalies. Well, think about that. That's, that's exactly what this saying is like, they're naturally an introvert, but they've adapted themselves to be in that sales position Mm -hmm. and they're out of alignment. Correct. Maybe they do a great job, like There's, you said. You know what's funny? Oh man, I wish I, I wish I remember. I'll have to look into it. I might have. There was a resource that that compared, you know, like your tasks versus your personality, or like what you're doing versus your personality, and it it scored you based on like almost like what's that test that they take, like an ASVAB or a career placement type test. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. It, it kind of gave you like a, a score as far as like, a, you know, is this a career path that's suitable for kind of your personality? And the personality types are for those that haven't done one, they're almost, they ask you kind of, you know, subjective questions about yourself, but they, they take the same kind of result and they ask it to you a numerous different way, you know, a number of different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's really designed to see how consistent those thoughts are in, you know, each of those areas. And then, you know, then it blends your, it gives you a score in different areas and, mm-hmm. you know, okay, you're extrovert versus introverted or you're, I mean, there's all sorts of characteristics that some of them spit back, but yeah, it, Ta- task oriented or or mm-hmm. need to be a free thinker. Or, yeah, or, or, the visionary or the you know. The, so great examples. We did this disc assessment with uh, Alyssa on our team. Yeah, and we were kind of doing working with her in the same way where we would give her a project and kind of like check in every once in a while, but never really overmanaged her. Never really told her exactly what to do. But she was the type of person's like, give me the project and I'm gonna go disappear for three or four days and I'm gonna come back. It's gonna be great. And then she was super happy. Yep. And we were doing that already, but when her disc assessment came out and I was like, look at this, this, this is great. Cause we're actually already managing yeah. that way. But I also had a situation here, uh, not too long ago, I had a, an admin, uh, somebody who was kind of with me at the old place. We brought her to the new place and she was doing all kinds of stuff for me, like admin type stuff. But it seemed like every once in a while I, I would just talk to her where how I felt was normal. And she'd be, she would end up in tears. Yeah. And she would just take it personally. And I was like, this is just, I don't understand. I don't understand how I can talk to this person this way in the same way to this next person. And this one's upset. And that one's like ready to run through a wall for us. And we took the disc assessment with her and we found out that she needs to be very task oriented. Everything needs to be listed out. And she's done. She's very, you know, needs to work in that manner, not you know, go get the job done and do whatever it takes. She needs to be told exactly yeah, step what by to step. do. Sure. And great. Now that I, after I knew that, then I work with her differently. And that, and that goes a long way. This is kind of a dual topic from the, the first question I said, how do you motivate somebody versus how do you work with somebody? Because they're different, right? Absolutely. How you work with somebody and then also you're giving them the motivation and drive to, or things that drive them on top of that, then you got a home run. Attention gym owners, are you ready to take your business to the next level? 
Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're gonna focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. And I want to like kind of bring up a point too. The a lot of it comes down to how to more effectively communicate with other people. You know, the the motivation is a factor in that, but just the the day to day. We've all had somebody on the team. Everybody who's worked in any sort of you know environment has had somebody that they get along with in in the work environment, or like things are just yeah. you know mesh. And then there's somebody who usually conversationally, you just don't know why things just don't aren't received the way that you intend them or say them. And and a lot of that's just the communication breakdown around the difference of personalities, delivery, you know, all of those things. So one way that we utilize a DISC assessment is for just internal communication. We know, aside from what motivates each team member and how we can keep the teams moving, is, okay, cool, this person, you know, operates that way. That's their, you know, natural system. So let's cater to those strengths instead of trying to force, you know, the round peg in a square hole or Correct. You know, vice Correct. versa. Uh, exactly. In in the D, the I, the S, and the C, they all mean different things. And you're going to score, when you score somebody, somebody's going to be a high DI or a high SC or yeah. a high, you know what I mean? And you'll you'll be able to dissect that. And it gives you a, a report. It, it give you the website. It's funny enough, it's TonyRobbins.com slash DISC. And that'll give you the report. You got to, apparently now, like years ago when we did it, it was free, but now you have to pay, I think, 20 bucks to get the report back. Okay. But I think it's well worth it. Um, either way, uh, we do this with our coaching clients. In fact, we're doing two right now uh, with two gentlemen that have big teams. They've got big teams and they need to understand these these folks a little bit better because it's a little loose right now. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're guiding them down that path and then we're going to analyze their whole staff and tell them what drives this person, how do you work with them? What drives this person? You know, and what role are they in? So I don't know that I'm off the top of my head, but I know a high DI that's very, uh, you know, assertive. They're self-driven. Um, they're going to be a good salesperson or leader. And then you got the SC folks that are task-oriented or maybe more artistic or whatever it is, creative, creative sure. types that are going to live down in that one. And there's and there's seats on the bus that those people you need that type of person in. You need a high DI in the in the front. I would guarantee that most gym owners are D, high D, high I type po- folks because they're driven, mm-hmm. they're you know money motivated, they're salespeople, and they this that's the type of business owners that you know. I would I, I'd be I'd actually after speaking to gym owners, you know, as much as we do, I wonder if that's the case because well, go take it, you'll learn a lot about yourself. Well, just I wonder how that correlates with the reason that they became a business a gym owner. Interesting. Now, yeah. I would say that if they are the gym owner that started as the trainer and was on the training floor, they may not be the same. You know, they might not have the same levels of motivation. Well, the one thing we know is not everybody's the same, right? Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. So it yeah. would be curious. Yeah. So take the take take the assessment for yourself. When I read mine, I'm like, yes, of course, this is me, right? And here. We, well, we, and and you've heard you guys have heard us talk about it before when Tim and I referred to like the trainer brain. Mm-hmm. You know, those are personality types that we're talking about. These are things that we've, you know, now we have kind of data based upon the disc assessments and things like that that we have come back. That seat of the bus typically, you know, there's always anomalies and outliers and things, but they t- typically have similar similar characteristics yep. and values and 
motivation, and drive. That, and that's the other side of it. So the disc assessment is going to rank you in a DISC, and then the other on the other side is the values. The values, yep. What do you value? And there's like 10 of them. So like one's um, political or one's uh, altruistic. One is, you know, like leadership. What drives you? And so what we found uh, when we did this in the past was I had a great coach that wasn't a high DI, but he was very, um, he wanted to be a leader in some aspects. And then there was some, and so I put him in charge of programs and things like that, where he could be a lead role of this. And he was super happy there. Long and short of it is, if you want to create a great team, you got to know who your team is that you're yeah. working with. Um, I don't know the laws that say if you can or cannot hire based on a DISC assessment. I, I would hope that there isn't a law that says that because that's you need to know this. That's the per, that's the person you're hiring. It's like the resume is like just proof of the work. That I don't know done, the laws you know? like you can't you can't hire based off of that. Maybe you can. I would hope you can because that's that's you know who is this person that they're not telling you? Maybe their resume is great. But you find out they're not a good DI. It's like it's like the operating system, you know. Like when you go to Bice, this is the yeah. motor in the car. This is the thing. Like yeah, to yeah. me or the ECU, I guess. Like that. There's so much value in that disc assessment. I, I, I don't imagine. know. I don't know the rules on that. So check it. Check with your local agencies to find out that that rule. But uh, and then let's switch gears for a second. The other thing is what drives your team. And there's a great book Daniel Pink read it years years ago called Drive. Like this is the thing that motivates your team. And there was a couple things I want to mention here, um, and, and you can speak to this too because we were talking about it before. The the money portion drives typically drives a gym owner to, to work hard. They're motivated by money, but there there's a lot of other things that people are motivated by. Maybe it's recognition. Maybe yep. it's being part of something bigger. Maybe it's charity work and, and things like that. Those those are different things where where maybe you can recognize somebody more. They if you gave them more money, they wouldn't care. Yeah, absolutely, it's very interesting, yep. right? And also some things that I found with this younger generation coming in, call them millennials or whatever you want. I found days off or, you know, hey, a paid day off or even an unpaid day off is more important to them than more money on the check. Crazy. To, to us, it's crazy. So, yeah, well, that's, yeah, exactly. But, but, but yeah, yeah. It, just does, but, it doesn't seem like that would be, I guess, that's just my Everybody's my, a little different, operating. right? So, so instead of, you know, when you're hiring somebody, maybe instead of it's more money, hey, you know what, we'll give you an extra couple of days off a year or, or an extra week off a year. And as a team, you can figure things out, how to shuffle the deck and get, get the, those hours covered. But that sometimes be, can be the, the, the driver. Yeah. That's why you see like these employee of the month. You see the, you know, the parking spots that are, you know, on top of, you know, their normal yeah, pay. Yeah, uh, employee, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right at the door, you know. That's why you see these things. You think they're kind of silly and stuff, but when you get in these bigger corporations, you've got to find ways and they figure out that's one of the ways. Employee appreciation, uh, lunches, pizza, you know. Yeah, uh, my mom, after she left corporate America, they do like a point system, right? You like employees could give each other points for kudos type of thing. But then at the end of the you know, quarter, whatever, you can cash them in for all sorts of things, right? Mm -hmm. But that gives each of those individuals the ability to get the recognition in ways that they're motivated too, which is kind of cool. So instead of just, oh, hey, cool, here's monetary, you can cash them in, you know, turn them in for cash and they had probably the, the lowest perceived, you know, right. actual value, time off, mm -hmm. or like, you know, knickknacks or goods like, you know, Apple TVs and electronics and all of those things. So it gave anybody the same ability to, cool. you know, feel validated and things like that. But yeah, who's it? Jim Rohn said it forever ago. Um, people will work for a paycheck, but they'll die for recognition. 
And that's something that, I mean, it's a profound statement and it's true. Um, you know, money, money is a tool. It's a vessel. It's not the money. It's the freedom that comes with it. So sometimes incentivizing somebody, you know, a little bit of a paycheck that doesn't maybe equate to a change in their life, they might not feel it like, cool, I get an extra week of vacation a year. Yeah. Like yeah. that is now my life has changed. Or, or we put your face on the wall as yeah. the employee of the month and, you know, everybody gives you a round of applause at the team meeting, you know, like that That stuff seems to motivate. And, and we talk about it at the client level. Think of the rec the, the leaderboard, yep. um, you know, the points in the Perksville, Perkville, um, what do we call it, the ultimate rewards program that we've yep. got. Same exact situation. It's all recognition based, right? It's it's status. Status. It's, it's elite. It's the velvet rope. And so I would highly recommend two things to anybody listening that's a gym owner that you have more than one person on your team. I mean, even if you had one, you could still do this. Uh, read the read the book. Drive, I would. I would. Drive, drive. Especially if, you know, if there's, if you got a close, if you have multiple people, you, you, absolutely. And then go and take the disc assessment and obviously pay for the reporting after it. And you'll find out a lot. And it doesn't take long to do maybe 20, 30 minutes and everybody on the team gets the link and they go off and, you know, send you the results. So highly recommend that you learn a lot about your team and, you know, you're working with the team as much or more than you see your own family. Sometimes you better work together nicely so you can understand how to, how to keep this work environment tip top. Right. So a couple of tricks, tools, tips for you guys, uh, take that one and, and run with it. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. That's it for this episode, guys. Until next time, keep changing lives. See you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now by clicking the subscribe button on Apple iTunes. And if you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you do us a quick favor, rate and review the podcast. See, this lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge help and we'd be extremely grateful. And if you're interested in growing your fitness business as well, go ahead and head on over to timlyonsbook.com and pick up a free copy of my book, Built to Grow. Until next time, keep building something great.